because it is 7.30 and it is a Monday morning, it's time to hear live on the telephone from R.W. Estella with a word in edgewise. Good morning, R.W. Good morning, Allison. Yesterday's rain in Maine was appreciated by more than a few of us, especially those with gardens that are continuing to flower and furnish produce. And those of us who know the water table will always welcome these steady autumnal showers that soak below the surface. That will not be true, of course, once the ground freezes and whatever liquid falling from the sky becomes mere runoff. Sometimes we are safest, philosophically at least, counting up our consolations in face of the downside. What is it, after all, that we can be thankful for? We here in the U.S. are a little over a month away from that official day of thanks President Abraham Lincoln declared in the midst of our civil war. Some of us are thinking November is bound to be quite a doozy this year. Writer Maria Robinson has given voice to a sentiment shared by many when she says, Nobody can go back and start a new beginning, but anyone can start today and make a new ending. In the 1990s, this concept was called reinventing oneself. Last night, through an hour and a half of televised presidential candidates' debate, the viewing audience was presented with some tough characters. On the one hand, more than a few who tuned in were probably hoping to see something that would encourage at least a glimmer of hope for the future. On the other hand, more than a few who tuned in were playing things safe by reminding themselves that, not infrequently, people do not change. What we see is what we get, and matters are what they are. It's a poor sort of memory that only works backwards, Lewis Carroll has his character proclaim, and though we know our writer is joking about the obvious, we nonetheless hope that we might see somewhat more ahead of the game than we are able to. Helen Keller, who had more adversity to deal with than most people, reminded us that optimism is the faith that leads to achievement. Nothing can be done without hope. At 10.33 p.m. last night, an hour into the 2016 presidential candidates' debate, the first and only mention of climate change occurred. The question itself had not been asked. But shoehorning her answer into a reply about another question, Hillary Clinton seized the opportunity to mention that if we as Americans played our cards right, that the number of jobs related to coping with climate change could be considerable. Not a few potential voters in this year's presidential election are already decided about who will receive which votes, yet we have a third and final debate scheduled further into October. One way or another... The additional information we, as the viewing audience, receive from watching that debate will factor into our memory of the future, a phenomenon Lewis Carroll was hinting at back at the Victorian tail end of the good old 19th century, an era whose values remain much with us today. From our no man, have a great week.